You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one woman mission to save UK manufacturing. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be sharing the stories behind some of the best British made brands and UK manufacturers and offering you advice and tips on making in the UK. So let's get on with today's show. Hello and welcome to episode number 184 of the Make It British podcast. Now, do I sound a little bit different this week? To those of you who are regular listeners, I have a new microphone. So I got absolutely fed up with the microphone that I had before, constantly picking up the noise of everyone next door doing their gardening or mowing their lawn, drilling, building work. Every time I sat down to do a podcast, someone would start making some sort of racket outside. So I've got a different type of mic now, which apparently picks up less background noise. So does it sound different? Does it sound better? Does it sound worse? There is someone actually drilling next door to me right now. And I don't think you can actually hear it, can you? So maybe a bit of a result. Okay, so on today's episode, I want to talk to you about why you might use a production consultant to help you make your products. So we're going to cover what a production consultant actually is, what services they might offer to you, why you might use one, and why you probably shouldn't use one if you're making in the UK. And I've also got some advice for you for if you do choose to use a production consultant, what it is that you need to look out for to make sure that you find the very best one for your business and what the alternatives are if you don't choose to outsource your production to someone else. So let's first start by what a production consultant actually is. Well, as the name suggests, it's someone who manages or consults with you to help with your production. So it can be an individual, it can be a company. More and more these days, there are also online platforms springing up like Supply Compass, which do help you manage your production as well. But for the most part, it's generally an individual. If you're a small business, you're probably working with an individual who is a production consultant. So when you work with a production consultant, you can pretty much give them your designs and they'll manage the whole production process for you. It is pretty common to work with a production consultant if you're working with overseas factories, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing to do if you're working with local factories, which you probably are if you're listening to this podcast. So let's look at what services a production consultant might offer because they may not offer everything. So just to be aware of the sorts of things that a production consultant could help you with. So it could be anything within the whole product development lifecycle. That could be pattern cutting, sample making, helping you to source raw materials and labels and packaging, finding factories to make your products negotiating with factories for you, helping to do fittings, if it's a fitted garment, for instance, certainly helping with the whole quality control process, managing the critical path of your product, which if you don't know what a critical path is, make sure you listen to episode number 158, when I talk all about what a critical path is and why you need one. And what a production consultant should also do is make sure that your deliveries arrive on time. 
Often production consultants advertise themselves as a one-stop shop for designers, particularly those that maybe are starting a new brand that aren't used to working with factories and they can take the whole process off your hands. So the reasons you might choose to work with a production consultant is maybe if you've never worked with a factory before or done any sort of product development, it can seem like a total minefield and you don't know where to start. Or you may be making the products yourself at the moment but you might want someone to help you move towards working with a factory and someone that understands how the whole industrial manufacturing process works. You might also be someone who is time poor and they can offer to do a lot of the groundwork for you that you don't have time to do. So maybe you're starting a brand, you're still in your day job nine to five. It's quite difficult for you to communicate with factories during the day and certainly difficult for you to visit factories during the day. Or maybe you just don't think the production side is your area of genius and you'd much rather concentrate on doing the sales and marketing for your brand and more of the business side. And you want someone else that can manage the production and the manufacturing. Another one of the reasons you might also choose to work with a production consultant or a company that manages your production for you is that they will already have relationships with factories that you wouldn't necessarily have. So if they've been doing their job for a while, they probably have a whole portfolio of factories that they know and they like to work with. And if your manufacturing is happening overseas, they can also help with any communication and language barriers. And they'll have got all of that sorted out. They'll know exactly which countries to go to for which areas of expertise. And they'll have relationships with factories in those countries that can help you. And certainly if you're not used to manufacturing or production, the whole communication with a factory can be one of the most daunting things. So a production consultant or a production manager or a company that manages your production can manage all of that for you. So it sounds pretty idyllic, doesn't it? Sign me up. Where do I find a production consultant? But before you decide to rush off to Google and type in production consultant and try and find someone that can help you with this whole process, let me give you a few reasons why I don't think you should use a production consultant if you want to make in the UK. Well, firstly, if you choose to work with a production consultant, you're limited to what factories they already have relationships with. So it may be that they just specialise in working with factories in a certain country. Maybe they do a lot of jersey wear and they have a whole fantastic portfolio of factories in Turkey or Portugal. But if you want to make in the UK, you want to make sure you've got a production consultant who has experience in working with UK factories. Because of the interest now in making locally and working with UK manufacturers, I'm finding more and more that at Make It British, we're being contacted by production managers and consultants who are looking to us to give them the contact details of factories that are in the UK because they don't necessarily have the relationships with the local factories. And then the other thing that you need to bear in mind if you're working with a production consultant and making in the UK, that of course a production consultant is going to charge you a fee. So you are in effect going through a middleman between you and the factory. Those fees that they charge can totally vary, but it can be a commission of up to 20% or more on the price of your order. So what you need to bear in mind, if you do want to make in the UK, where manufacturing prices are sometimes higher because of the labour costs here, can you afford to add on that extra commission on top as well and still have a profitable brand? You might also find that if you're working with a production consultant, it could end up costing you a lot more in the long run. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, if you're working with a production consultant, what you may find is that they own the relationship with the factory and not you. 
So you may not have the transparency that you want about what the true costs are with making with the factory. The production consultant's loyalty may lie with the factory rather than you because they've worked with the factory for a lot longer and they need to keep that relationship with the factory for future clients as well. So when it comes to negotiating with factories, they may not bargain quite as hard as you would do yourself when it's your brand. You also need to bear in mind that if you're using any third party to manage your production for you, you need to make sure that they understand your brand ethos. They understand what you mean if you want to be a sustainable brand or an ethical brand, and they know exactly what you're looking for in terms of the type of quality that you're trying to achieve for your brand. So you must make sure when you find a production consultant that they totally understand and align with your values. But one of the hidden costs of working with a production manager is what happens when that relationship ends. What happens when you want to start working directly with the factory rather than through the third party? You may have to start from scratch all over again, from everything from developing your patterns right through to finding the factories and the raw materials. Totally depends on what that relationship is and what you've agreed with the production manager from the outset. So, If you are thinking of using someone to manage your production for you, what should you look out for to make sure you don't get your fingers burnt? I have seen, sadly, recently quite a lot of disreputable individuals and companies preying on startups and offering to take the whole process of product development off their hands. But in handing all of your new brand over to a third party, you actually have very little control. You may not even have control over which factories and which countries your products are made in. So if you intend to make in the UK, the first thing you need to do when entering into any relationship with a third party that's going to manage your production for you is check what relationships they have with factories in the UK and check that they actually do intend to make your products in the UK. I have seen people who've got through the whole sample process, that's happened in the UK, and then they say that the bigger factories that they're going to work with for the production are actually overseas, and that can lead to a whole load of problems. So you also need to find out then not only which country they might be using to make your products for the final production, but what their area of specialism is. Now, this is really important because it not only tells you which sorts of factories they might know, but it also means they will understand some of the nuances of that particular product. So say you're making children's wear, for instance, there's a whole load of technical and quality and testing issues that you need to bear in mind if you're making children's wear. If you've got someone that's not experienced in making children's wear and baby wear, they might not know about some of the things you need to look out for. You could potentially have quite a dangerous product on your hands and you really don't want that to happen. So make sure you ask what their area of specialism is and which other companies they've worked with before and what sort of products that they've developed. In asking which other clients they've worked with, I would also check if you can contact some of those clients personally and ask for a reference. Don't just look at their Google reviews because I know some of these disreputable companies will use all sorts of devious tactics to get Google reviews from customers very early on in the process, but not after the actual production has been delivered and the production can be far from what the client is looking for. So don't just trust the Google reviews. Get word of mouth from an actual client that has worked with them right from start to finish and delivery of the product and make sure that they are 100% happy with their services. 
The other thing you must check right at the start when working with anyone that's going to manage your production for you is who owns the design rights and the IP for any of the patterns and samples that have been developed. So if your production consultant is doing your patterns for you or subcontracting to another third party to do the patterns, what happens if you want to go to another factory? Can you get those patterns from them or have you got to start all over again and get the patterns recut? Because that can be a really costly process. So find out right from the start who owns the IP. Also see if they'll tell you which factories exactly they will be using. Even better, can you go and visit the factories with them? If you've got no clue of which factories they're using to make your production because they're trying to protect that relationship with the factory, how do you know that those factories they're using are actually ethical? So make sure you can find out the names and the people at the factories that are making your products. Also ask to see a copy of their terms and conditions and what sort of contract they want you to sign. And if they don't have any terms and conditions or any contract and they just want to do everything via email or WhatsApp, run a mile. This is your money we're talking about. It could be tens of thousands of pounds of your startup budget that you're entrusting to someone based on a few words in an email. That may not stand up in court if there's any problems when your stock is delivered. So make sure there's some terms and conditions and that you agree with what's in those terms and conditions. You also need to know exactly how they're charging you. So are they going to charge you by the hour, by the day or by the project? Or are they going to charge a percentage commission on top of every order that you place? Because if they're going to charge a commission, you need to bear that in mind and you need to make sure you know that right from the outset. So is the commission just on the first order or is it on all existing orders? Because actually the job gets a lot easier for them when it's just a repeat product. So how does their commission work and how do their charges work? Make sure you find out. Also find out who is responsible for making any changes and any decisions about the product during the whole development and production process. So say, for example, and as this often happens in many cases when you're developing a product, the factory suggests a change to make the product in a slightly different way for a certain reason. That might be to get the cost down. That might be to make the quality better. It might even be a slight design change. I've seen it happen factories sometimes have a design that they think is better than the one you've originally given them. That might be okay, but you want to know about that and you want to have signed off and approved that before they go to production. So find out who is going to own that process. If you're handing everything over and say, okay, just deliver me all the stuff when it's ready. I trust you to do everything. Go into that with your eyes wide open and know that they can genuinely deliver on what they promise on. What you don't want to get back is a whole lot of stuff that's not as you designed or not in keeping with what your brand is all about. Also find out who is going to be raising the invoices. So are they paying the factory and the suppliers, like your raw materials suppliers, your labels and packaging, all of it, and then invoicing you for a total bill? If they do that, then what they may be doing is adding a commission on top. So you may end up paying over the odds because they may be sourcing your labels for you and then putting 10 or 20% on for managing the whole process. If they're just giving you a bill at the end as a total project bill, you have very little transparency on your costs. So if ever you try and get your costs down, it's very difficult to do so because you don't know what's gone into those costs. 
And managing your costs as a small business is so important. So you need to know how they're going to charge you and how that's going to be broken down. And I would recommend it's much better if you paid all the individual suppliers directly, but they may not want to do that because they may not want you to know who the suppliers are. So having heard all that, you may be thinking, what are the alternatives if I don't want to use a production consultant? Well, of course, the answer to that is to learn how to manage your factory relationships yourself. Now, if you want to make in the UK or you are making in the UK, one of the great advantages is that the factories are really close by. So there aren't communication issues. You haven't got to go to the other side of the world to speak to your factory and to go and visit them and see them. And I know it can seem daunting if you're not used to any sort of product development, So part of what we teach in our Manufacturing Made Easy program is how to manage your whole production process right from start to finish. So how would you find pattern cutters, sample makers, factories? How and where do you source raw materials? How do you negotiate with a factory? What do you even say to them when you first contact them? And how do you manage that whole quality control process so that you know you get the product at the end? Now, it really isn't anywhere near as scary as it sounds. And we try and make it as easy as possible. Hence the fact the program is called Manufacturing Made Easy. So as well as teaching you how to manage your whole manufacturing process, which can be very different with working with UK factories rather than ones over in the Far East. I mean, certainly that's what I've found is that the factories in the UK and the way they work are very different for the ones I used to work with when I was a buyer and a product developer out in the Far East and in Europe and and overseas. They work in quite a different way, but a good way, and certainly as a small business, working with local factories is definitely the way to go. So as well as teaching you how to manage your whole production process as smoothly and easily as possible, within the program, we also help you with range planning, stock control, how to market and sell your UK made brand. And all of it is for much, much less than you would pay for a production consultant. Plus, you then have those skills for life, as well as the direct relationship with the factories and your suppliers. And that's so important because you're setting yourself up for long term success. So whether you are a startup brand or you're reshoring your production from overseas, perhaps you're already an existing business, but you need help streamlining what you're already doing, or you're currently making everything yourself and you're totally overwhelmed and you'd like to start working with a local factory or manufacturer, then Manufacturing Made Easy is definitely the program for you. You can find out more by going to makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash work with me. You'll get all the details and you can apply from there. And if you've got any questions, drop me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. I'm at makeitbritish on Instagram. So thanks very much for listening to this week's episode. Tell me what you think of the new mic, by the way. Drop me a DM about that as well. Have you noticed the difference? I'd love to know. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Make It British podcast. I make an episode every Tuesday and Friday, plus there are bonus episodes occasionally. So make sure you subscribe in your favourite podcast app. And if you're looking to find British made brands or UK manufacturers, check out the directory on the Make It British website, which you can find at makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash directory. Thank you for listening. Bye bye.